Let's not quit our day job. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast with three guys sit around and talk about things they probably don't know about, topics selected at random. Uh, joining me today is Mike Hodgins, all the way from Indonesia, sunny Indonesia. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. It is sunny here. It's the dry, dry season. Apparently just started. It was late rainy season. Anyway, it's very hot. And uh, yeah, I'm on my honeymoon. It's lovely. Uh, you, uh, the email you sent talked about there being just a lot of traffic. Is that really good honeymoon environment? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an experience. <laughs> you know, it's like... Uh, yeah, that's half the thing, you know, going on an adventure together. Uh, the book, this, like, t- tourist book we had described it as, like, uh, the press of humanity is <laughs> the island of Java, and I feel that is an apt description. There are, like, people in mass everywhere. It's, it's pretty, uh, it's something, All something right. else. And uh, also joining us is Croft the Steers from uh, Rainy Ottawa. Hey, Bo, I'm back from the cottage. <laughs> Welcome back. Rainy Ottawa. Well, I, I just, yeah, I tried to make it sound as, as exotic as uh, Indonesia. <laughs> so, um, so tell us a little bit about Indonesia. Um, well, yeah, look, you know, actually, I don't have a lot of time because I have to go to the Sultan's house later to watch some <laughs> dancing. <Yeah>. So, um, <laughs> actually, this town, I'm in this town called Yogyakarta, and it still has a sultanate, kind of, I think, informally. Anyway, so we're going to watch a dance, so I don't have that much time. So I'll, I'll right. save any details well, for another another show. Evidently, Mike's an important man. He's got to keep his royal appointments. <laughs> <laughs> the Sultan's expecting. He's Sultan doesn't care about me, let's be honest. Okay, so since Mike doesn't have a lot of time, we're just going to jump right into our topic. Um, I'm actually recording from Mike's house today, since he's not here. Uh, uh, Mike, did you did you did you feed the cat, Bo? Uh, yes, I have been feeding the cat. Of course, I have. Um, good, good. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, I really appreciate that you've entrusted me with the keys to your place. You know, not many people would would give me that kind of trust. So thanks. <laughs> okay, so uh, how do I start this thing? Yeah, you just make sure the choke's on and give it a good a good pull, and the machine uh, should fire up. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> oh my god. There she dude. goes. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, there we go. We got a topic, and it's turning 30. Oh, turning snap. 30. Uh, oh, it's not going to be reminiscent for us. That's a, okay, interesting. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a topic, evidently. Um, turning 30. Uh, so we've all turned, turn, well, we've all celebrated a 30th birthday, and all of us, we are all uh, in our 30s. Um, how do you feel about turning 30? I, uh, I'll, I'll start uh, off. All right, let Mike start. <laughs> I think it's one of these interesting, actually, my, uh, uh, would it be sister-in-law? Now that I'm married, I'm not sure who counts as my brother's-in-law. Anyway, my brother-in-law's wife is is turning 30, I think, um very in the next few days today actually actually today um and uh, uh, i know what's her, what's her big, name big bar uh, her name's jackie right, happy jackie birthday flowers. jackie flowers 
<laughs> I'm sure she doesn't listen, but maybe she uh, yeah, happy birthday to you, Jackie. And, uh, <laughs> and I know she wants that. She was hoping, I think, to have like a, a, a bigger celebration for because it's like a, people consider it a, you know, my milestone birthday, the 30. It's like, it's considered like a coming of age birthday, uh, I find. And, uh, so people like to, like to mark it. When I turned 30, I don't, I did not mark it. I was just like, whatever, I'm 30. But, uh, but a lot of people put, you know, a lot of thought into Andrea, my now wife, uh, had a big 30. 30th birthday party you know like let, letting loose and first i just think it's a it's a coming of age milestone birthday yeah uh, crofton did you do anything special to mark your 30th birthday yeah uh i sort of did i remember thinking putting value in it where i hadn't before like it, you know there there are those 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 milestone birthdays that mike touched on and and often they're related to drinking booze uh like oh you know i'm 21 uh woo or i'm you know 18 and that sort of thing, depending on where you are, um, those become big birthdays. And then after that, it seems like it's, it gets pretty uniformly by decade. So 30, 40, 50, so on, so forth, right? And it, I'll be honest, as I get older, I just – I have less of an appreciation for birthdays. Uh, it's just like – Yay, I'm older than I was before. Time has gone past. Um, that's great. Wow. Give me presents. Yeah, you're really cynical. Huh? Yeah, I am. Honestly, I'm cynical about yeah. birthdays. Well, you know, I'm in your boat. Uh, birthdays are kind of like meh for me too. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are probably that way. If other people are not really pushing for a big birthday celebration, most people are like, ah, it's my birthday, whatever. Who cares? But the well, – yeah. go ahead. Um, well, I was, uh, yeah, so I think I think there's definitely people who are birthday people, and I think all three of us are not birthday people. We're, we're people who are like, whatever, it's my birthday. But some people, and a lot of people, so I don't think we should speak and say most people probably are a little bit mad about their birthday. Because okay. a lot of people really, really like their birthday, and they're, they're excited about it. They they're, they're, they're ramp up to it. They'll organize their own parties if no one's, you know, doing it for them, which is great. Um, those people, you know, maybe make me feel like I should take my birthday more seriously. Yes. But I think it's worth, you know, uh, defining the differences between uh, the birthday people and the non-birthday uh, people. But I think even the birthday people who every year they make a big party, when it's 30, then they, like, you know, pull out all the stops because it's, like, the coming-of-age thing or whatever. But I think it's also this – I think it might mark a transition into, like, now you're officially an adult, kind of, uh, in this day and age. I think your 20s, a lot of us spend our 20s. I know I did kind of bumming around and not – really do anything with my life so i feel like uh it's like probably 30s the new 20 it's like becoming an adult sort of officially that's what i that's what well I it may just be that we have um slow slow maturity <laughs> there, there are people there that have accomplished a lot by the time they're in their 20s too the thing for me on the turning 30 is that i felt like ever since i've turned 30 i don't really have an excuse to be irresponsible whoa <laughs> it's a really I, loud motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a muffler problem. Yeah, all right, one. so um, <laughs> I I feel like though, like in my twenties, I could be you know pretty irresponsible, don't really care about things, and like I'm sort of at this point now where I'm like I don't really have an excuse anymore um, to make you know poor choices. You know, people I think people expect that now that you are thirty, that you are making mature, responsible choices. Doesn't mean you don't have fun, but. I feel like I have lost something. I've lost that like um, license to be a complete idiot. Um, I don't. I don't know if you guys both feel that way about turning thirty, but I certainly, you know, I, when I'm ever about to do something stupid, I, I, I ask myself, really, like you know better, right? 
You know better, right? And I'm like, oh, God, that's the, <laughs> that's like being 30. That sucks. And older. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I find I find that like in uh, and, and I see what you're saying, Bo. Like the idea that especially as generations have changed, now thirty is more is is seen as the new adulthood, where it used to be like maybe earlier. You know, people used to have kids at sixteen. I mean, that blows my mind. Um, but uh, but at the same time, people use birthdays as sort of milestones to take stock of their own lives, right? That's what they do. So it depends. Some people subscribe to New Year's, is that? Like, uh, in my case, birthday and New Year's, same day. So pretty much that gives me a one-stop shop for taking stock of my life. But uh, but but either you do it on your birthday, you do it at New Year's, but it just provides a time where you you might step back and take a look. At, at the entirety of your life, where you're at, where you're going, and that sort of thing. And I think I think that when you're 30, turning 30, that's, that's a big one in terms of like, okay, I probably have gone through at least some, some level of schooling at this point, post-secondary schooling maybe. I've done some sort of job. Maybe I've, I, I found a career or maybe I'm unhappy with my current career. It definitely provides sort of like a, a big – uh, stopgap um, turning point in your life, a sense that you can take a look and decide where to go next. Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, I, I would definitely agree, uh, agree with a lot of what you said. I also think that the whole concept of being a particular age is sort of arbitrary. I think we assign more value to it than than is necessary. Like often, I kind of forget how old I am. I know I'm 33. Three and I'm, but often I'm like, oh, it could be thirty-four or is it thirty-two? It doesn't because it's it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? And some people are like, oh, I feel like this age or I feel like that age. And you hear people make statements. If the other day, um, my sister-in-law Melanie, her husband Dave said something about thirty, thirty. Oh, that's um, that's the young for a man or something like that and i was like what does that mean i mean it's old for a woman you know some comment something like that i was like that doesn't make any sense but that's a lot of we use age to kind of like label people and uh to kind of put people in in things that we can all identify with so it's kind of but it's but it's really arbitrary like sometimes you'll meet these i work with this guy um who i found out the other day was like 46 his name's lee He's a very young-looking man because I was like, I, dude, I'm like, I thought you were like 28, oh, wow. and he like seriously looks young. And he's like, no, no, I'm 46, and I was like, wow. So it, it, it's it's just like, and then I was like, oh wow, he looks really young or he looks really old. And why does it really matter? Like, it, it you know, it, it, to, to me, it doesn't matter at all. It's sort of arbitrary. It's like how how who what type of person are you, or how do you hold yourself, or or how responsible are you? Because it's not related to age. You could think of fifty-year-olds who are irresponsible and twenty-year-olds who are very responsible. It's all kind of arbitrary, uh, but we have these kind of societal norms around how you should be at a kind of age. And I think I just reject yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But, There's that saying: "You're only as old as you feel." Right. So, you know, you could be 18 acting like an 80 year old, uh, just stuck in a basement uh, all day or something. So, you know, I think there's some truth to that. But I definitely do. There is something that is missing for me. And that is that I mean, I occasionally get it. But that sense of like just extreme exuberance, I, I don't know how to, best to describe it, perhaps. But there are you know, occasions where I don't know, I could just be as obnoxious as I wanted to be without really feeling anything about it. And now I kind of like, I feel controlled and I'm not sure if that's an age thing. 
maybe my body, like our bodies have changed in our 30s. Like they're, we're not full of spunk like we would be in our teens and in our early 20s, 20s. Ah, speak, speak for yourself. I feel, I feel pretty limber at 30. No, I'm not saying unfit or, or not limber. I just mean like full of that obnoxious energy. I'm not sure if I'm describing <laughs> okay. it right, but you know, I definitely felt like, like I, I had this exuberance that I didn't have that I, I can't like I, I can't find it. It's not there. The, the sense of like you know, like I used to we used to go outside, run around, and throw beer bottles at things and stuff like just do really stupid things, and like that's why I'd be like, I, it's like I can still do stuff like that, but I feel it feel forced and. <laughs> I like how it's throwing beer bottles at things, you know, it's more than that. But, you know, it feels forced. I just don't have the actual, you know, and, I, and then I'm saying, like, I actually know better than to do these things now. And I feel like as a kid, you, you're, I don't know, as a younger person, your capacity for this kind of exuberance is somehow physiologically enabled. Maybe that's wrong. This is based on personal experience more than any scientific uh, paper or something, you know. Well, I, th- I think yeah. I think that you're right, like in the sense that you do, you now know better, uh, and uh, I I think that that's a big a big thing. Like you can't. Well, I agree with what Mike's saying in terms of in terms of you're only as old as you feel, and like this sort of thing. There's no there's no contesting the fact of the matter that the human body gets older and eventually you know dies until they invent some sort of machine that will keep you alive forever, which is what will happen before I die. But um, otherwise, it's sort of like it's sort of like a fact of life that you are going to get older. And we use whatever the Gregorian calendar, whatever to measure to measure our age. And uh, and and yeah, like I agree with Mike. I often forget my age at this point. I'm like, yeah, I'm around so it's thirty, early thirty, somewhere around there. It doesn't really matter uh, for me, like. Uh, uh, but at the at the same point, it is it is um, it is it, it exists for a reason. It exists to sort of like to in a way to classify people's people's the phases of people's lives, or to give them an idea of, of what a general life expectancy is, so that they can plan around that and that sort of thing. Uh, I definitely know what you're saying, Bo, uh, and, and that's like you make a lot of mistakes when you're younger, or you do crazy shit because you think, oh man. Um, you know, you you do have a lot of energy. First of all, when you're young, you have a lot of energy. But second of all, you might not have to deal with the consequences yourself. Sometimes you might have parents that bail you out. You might not have the weight of things like careers or or um, or, fa- or 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 family that depends on you. That that um, that sort of bog down uh, your ability to go crazy. So like you have more baggage as you get older and you have more knowledge, which, which, which tempers some of that craziness, I think. But on the thing of 30 being this key, key age, um, and Crofton, you touched on this before when saying how, you know, people used to have kids at 16 and, and would be basically responsible kind of, family people in their 20s i think i think that's what what makes it, it comes back to being arbitrary again or why like 30 only means anything because we live in a, a modern western society and we've spent our 20s throwing beer bottles at things or whatever boat spent his 20s doing <laughs> well, there's more but truth um, <laughs> but but all I, all I mean is that comes back to like why age is arbitrary. It's based on context. It's based on where you live, uh, the culture you live in, um, the, the the era you live in. It doesn't really mean anything. So I guess in this day and age, I, I will, um, 
I was sorry, I'm being distracted by a giant bus driving down a road <laughs> it has no business driving down. Like, <laughs> it's kind of, we're basically staying in like, this alleyway. This bus is huge. And, anyways, and there's people everywhere. It's, anyway, he seemed to have got through, though. <laughs> anyways, um, sorry. But, um, but, but, yeah, all that to say, so I guess the 30 does mean something now in the West. Um, but that really, it's kind of arbitrary. It's all, it's all contextual based. So, I, I, you know, I think I think you see where I'm falling on this issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I do, and I agree with what you're saying. I honestly, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with the context that age means different things to different people, and for us, uh, you know, and, and turning turning thirty in particular is a touchstone in which we can talk about birthdays. We can talk about uh, we can talk about milestone birthdays, aging. The whole nine yards is all all wrapped up. But I think turning thirty in particular, um, and the celebration of thirty as a, as like a significant age, is 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 because um, the generation right and the reason why it's sort of a a touchstone right now is because the generation that is turning thirty, generation it's right on the border of generation X and Y, and, and they're. Like it's it sounds kind of ridiculous to say, but they're starting to take over the world from the baby boomers, and um, and so there's a lot of an examination. There's these top forty under forties and all this an examination of where this generation is at, and a self examination by us saying like, "Geez, where where are we at? Am I at where I?" where I want to be and does 30 need to be does does that birthday need to be the time when you take a take stock you can take stock whenever you can do it whenever in your life but for some reason uh some people need these things like these birthdays or need need even new year's I always find the new year's day new year's celebration so ridiculous but in a way it provides people with you know the framework necessarily necessary to take stock in their lives and make big changes if needed yeah um turning 30 what are some of the benefits to turning 30 like um one of the things that i noticed was that you know i'm able to command a little more respect now <laughs> you know just and you know, i'm a full adult so i can give people crap for things and they pay attention i don't feel like people are not listening to me are there any whoa <laughs> Sorry, there's a loud another loud vehicle on your end, Mike. Um, <laughs> yes, there's lots of loud things going on. Here. Yeah, so you know, can you guys think of like one major benefit to have turning thirty that you didn't have when you were in your twenties? Before Mike answers, before Mike answers on this, because I want to, I want to say that this question makes me immediately think about what Bo, Mike said about arbitrariness. Because I think about it, and I'm like, no, I can't think of one benefit in particular because it is really just like I feel no different than I did when I was 29 or when I was 31 like really it's just it's just a number uh and uh and it's not even that big a number so yeah for me I got nothing and it makes me think more highly of Mike's point uh, Mike <laughs> I it, yeah I agree with you Crofton <laughs> because you agree with me no um but uh yeah I do I can't see any um any particular advantage um except that you can look down your nose at young people i guess you can be like oh 19 i remember when i was 19 <laughs> uh, damn or, those you know, stupid kids for- get <laughs> exactly. off my lawn 
<laughs> oh, I find. Oh, here's one thing about turning thirty: is it, I find I'm more easily dating myself. So I refer to things like, "Hey, do you guys remember the uh, that uh, He-Man cartoon <laughs> from the '80s?" And the people are like, "Yes," or then younger people are like, "What are you talking about?" Um, it just, it just it's easier to date yourself as old, I guess. And we live in a culture that prizes youth. So I think once you turn thirty, you're a lot of your references and things from your youth are now like dated. And uh, so I guess that's one thing. I don't know if you call it a positive. Probably most people see it as a negative. But yeah, yeah, yeah it is definitely hard to stay. It's it's starting to get a touch harder to stay relevant to that to that age group for sure because they're also interested in weird things like dubstep and and all that kind of stuff and i've actually been trying to make a point of embracing those things because i'm not ready to part from the 20s so to speak so you know if there's some cool thing that the kids are listening to i feel like i want to know about it and still be a part of it but uh um it sounds like you, you guys are not affected by this but also in the arbitrary thing, because, again, all, I think all the music I like, as I mentioned in a previous uh, podcast, is from, like, the 1970s. So I wasn't even alive then anyways. But um, all right, I, I know where I stand on this issue, so I'm ready to give a all verdict, right, toss your verdict uh, if you guys are. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> all right. Uh, turning 30 is bullshit. <laughs> it's just... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mike, I'm oh. unclear if that cow was on your end or if it was a sound effect. <laughs> no, that was the bull. That was the bull. Even if there was a cow here, also where we're staying is in a flight path and, a, and an airplane flew over <laughs> when the cow was going off. So if they had, yeah, it's like everything's going on here at once. It sounds like madness. <laughs> yeah, no, that like, was, that's what, what we hear on our end, Mike, it sounds like madness. Now there's something chiming over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's a guy driving by on these like bike taxi things. It's pretty funny. The transportation's hilarious. <laughs> I'll tell you more about it another time. Okay, but um, uh, yeah, so bullshit. I just think that it's um, it's arbitrary. Uh, Thirty doesn't mean anything more than any other age does. I think that people like a reason to celebrate. Maybe that's a good reason. So you know, more power to those people. But for me, it's bullshit. It's just it's nothing. I don't think anyone should you know hold any more weight or give you crap because you're not doing a bigger deal on your thirtieth birthday. It's if it means something to you, great. If it doesn't, well, I don't think it has any real significance. All right, Crofton, I want you to go up next. Okay. Uh, in I'm going to say bullshit as well. Um, mostly. Yes. Yeah. Just to hear the cow. No, I'm saying bullshit for almost all the same reasons Mike. Uh, Mike's saying bullshit. Also because I'm... In general, 30 is a big... Is a, considered a milestone birthday. But all birthdays, I kind of don't like i understand as a kid it's kind of fun for kids hey especially they're changing so much from year to year but like soon as you're soon as you're even a young adult and for and and moving forward like birthdays for me it is a reason to get together that that's good you know in a sense but not enough for me to say turning 30 as a whole is good it's arbitrary it's bullshit okay well thanks guys i'm gonna now jump in and give mine um so I was pretty hard. I think if you were to listen to me talk or I'm going to do a post-mortem on, on what my contributions to the show were, uh, I sounded pretty negative about it because I think that there's, there are things that are lost. I don't agree with you guys that, I mean, maybe the, the exact day things don't change over all of a sudden from one day to another. But as you age, you do change. And somewhere along the way, some things are gained and some things are lost. And maybe some of what we identify is just arbitrary, like it's more a reflection of how we feel. But our body does go through changes. So I'm not going to subscribe to the whole it's arbitrary 
line of thought, just to be uh, different from you guys. And I'm going to say that actually turning 30 is good. Because I kind of went to town on, on, I'm mourning some of the stuff that is lost, but there are things that you definitely gain. I do feel a stronger sense of self uh, in my 30s than I did when I'm 20s. I'm a lot more confident. I do feel that, um, uh, you know, I have access to, to more avenues. Like I'm taken more seriously. It was always a struggle for me is I feel like people didn't take me seriously in my 20s. So overall, I think we have to embrace the fact that we age. It's a part of humanity. and I don't want to sit being depressed about it. So it's a good thing. Um, being in the 30s, uh, it's great. But although I'm still trying to, you know, suss out some of the advantages, I will say. So there you go. If it makes you, if it makes you feel better, Bo, I still don't take you seriously. <laughs> well, I know that. <laughs> All right. So um, I guess that's it. Any final thoughts uh, from either of you before I give out our information? I would, I would just say uh, that you brought up some good points, Bo, about the kind of feeling more like yourself and kind of coming into your own a little bit more. Because I feel like that too, though I think it started in my late, 20s so again i'll stand on what i said it's kind of arbitrary but it, it, it may be the time where you start to kind of you know learn who learn more about yourself and feel more comfortable in your own skin kind of thing so i think that was a good a good yeah point yeah self-acceptance is the word right you know you kind of like you start yeah. i think you spend a lot of your 20s because you're trying to fit into places maybe even in your teenage years and you start to realize you're who you are it's cool you're going to work on those things maybe you want to change but you're also going to accept those things about yourself that just make you you and I think you start to come to that realization as you hit 30, somewhere in that way. All right, so uh, that was an awesome uh, it was an awesome topic, even though if you guys were totally like, oh, whatever, it's arbitrary, I thought it was pretty good. All right, so let's uh, check the mailbag real quick, see if uh, it's in the mailbox. Um, Sounds like Indonesia in there. <laughs> All right, well, it's nothing but bills again, so... Um, we didn't get any mail, but we love to get your mail. I've talked to a few of you who listen to the show, and you guys have things to say about the show. And I ask you to write in, but you don't write in. So please write into the show. We definitely want your messages. You can email us at goodbadbs at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So our yeah, Bo's mom. Come yeah, on, somebody. Come on. Right. I, I've talked to lots of you that actually want to, to to have things to say about our topics, but don't write in. Please take a minute and write in. We'd love it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. <laughs> That's a good motorcycle. Sound they have a really awesome random topic generator over there. You should find parts. <laughs> you should bring some of those. I think there was. The- there might have been a plane going over oh, there okay. too. I can't. It was there was a couple things going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you can find us on the internet at gbbpodcast.com. That's the acronym for good bad bullshit podcast.com. Um, you can subscribe to our show with any of the iTunes links or RSS links on there. If you're on the iTunes store and you love our show, give us a five-star review. We love uh, that for our egos. All right. So uh, Crofton, where can these fine listeners find you on the internet? They can find me at at Crofton Steers on Twitter. All right. And Michael, um, I'm going to take a guess at where people can find you, but I'll let you say it anyway. <laughs> um, it, uh, <laughs> I think you couldn't find me right now in this wherever I am. <laughs> in the yeah. sea of people yeah. in the middle good. of Indonesia. I would say good luck. For are, are you at a cyber cafe? Uh, no, it's just some restaurant, but I have internet. Oh, interesting restaurant. Oh, it's called, it's called the Batik Resto. 
batik. Batik is a big thing here in uh, Yogyakarta. It's some kind of like craft and printing thing. But it's funny because a restaurant, I guess it's called itself batik restaurant. It has this logo that looks like a that looks like uh, to me it looks like a roach wearing crutches. And I'm like, that's not a good logo for your restaurant. <laughs> like our food makes the roaches sick. Uh, anyways, it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, that is, it's all the pesticides. That is awesome. I kind of want to be there right now. Um, with you. All right. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bo Schwartz. And I think that pretty much wraps up the show. Uh, say bye, everyone. Uh, bye. And goodbye to Mike in Indonesia. I look forward to talking to him again soon. Mike, do you know, do you know the Indonesian uh, greeting for goodbye? Uh, I think we lost Mike. All right. We may have lost Mike at the best possible yeah, time. Yeah, there's a problem with the call all of a sudden. I think maybe one of the planes crashed into his cockroach restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> one less I got right, man, we almost had the show in the bag and it derailed alright well everyone who's listening thanks for listening to the show and we'll catch you on the next one alright bye everyone bye. Just let's write to him. Yeah, we just wrapped. Good job, Hodgins. Go worship your Sultan. <laughs>